Welcome to Memory Jogger, a podcast featuring the childhood tales of two friends who grew up in central Pennsylvania during the 1980s and early 90s. This is Jason. And this is Wyatt. Jason and I have known each other since the fourth grade, and this podcast dives deep into our memory banks to extract what we can remember during our formative years. And while our perspective can be regional, we also touch on pop culture that is sure to translate to other Gen Xers. Join us as we jog down memory lane in this episode of Memory Jogger. Yes, we are back with Memory Jogger. It's Jason here and, of course, Wyatt over there. I am over here. How you doing, Jason? <laughs> doing very good. Glad you're along for the ride. Oh, I'm always glad you're along for the ride. And uh, as we get right into our topic, didn't have any feedback on our last episode, the Star Wars episode. So you can always leave us feedback on any episodes in the feed. And we'll tell you all about that in our uh, outro, our new outro to uh, Memory Jogger. So we're going to get right into it. This week, uh, we're doing another random episode, a mystery episode, using the randomizer, I should say. And we've still got a bunch of topics in here, don't we? Uh, we, we 59, do, 59. Yeah, we have a lot all. to cover. And again, we welcome any input. If you have something itching in, in your brain, like Karen had suggested a couple podcasts ago, please feel free. We'll, we'll throw it in the randomizer. Yep. All right. Well, you ready to spin it? I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. Bill Murray. Ooh, so another actor this time came up in the randomizer. Bill Murray, uh, lots of great movies throughout the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. I have not followed him uh, recently. And by recently, I mean the last, I don't know, 10, 15 maybe even 20 years into the 2000s. I haven't seen too many movies, but I guess what's your earliest movie or, or maybe television show that you associate with Bill Murray? I would actually have to say that my first interaction with Bill Murray was probably through Ghostbusters, the movie, the original. Mm -hmm. I don't believe I've, well, I know I wasn't part of the SNL group and a lot of the, his Earlier movies, thinking like Caddyshack and Stripes, mm -hmm. I hadn't watched until I was a teenager. So I was quite removed from his acting lineage, per se. So it was Ghostbusters. How about you? What was your first interaction with him? I think that would probably be the same. I've, I've been trying to jog my memory of the first movie that I watched in the theater. And I want to say it was probably Ghostbusters just based on the fact I have uh, pictures of Christmas that year in 84. And I have this big blue uh, back off, man. I'm a Ghostbusters <laughs> sweatshirt. And uh, I just, um, I, I really believe in my, my memory here. If I could, pull it out that that was the first movie I saw at the Ritz and that whole movie itself is probably if not my favorite all time it's probably in my top three movies of all time and Bill as Peter Venkman Venkman is my favorite character just his overall uh, attitude towards life towards people right. kind of speaks his mind he has his own sense of humor that's a little bit off from everybody else 
but he's just got these great one-liners and thinking about that crew on set, you know, that had to have been crazy, uh, a lot of improvisation and, and all that, but, yeah, I think Ghostbusters is probably it. I was definitely too young for Caddyshack. Caddyshack, I think, it was 1980. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think Stripes was right around there, maybe 82 or so. 1981. 81, okay. Did not – yeah, he's not one on SNL that kind of stuck out to me. It was more Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd, I think, for the SNL people. So. Yeah, I, I think Ghostbusters was it for me as well. Anything, what other ones stick out as far as childhood goes before we kind of go through his IMDb? Are there any other ones that I come up? Well, obviously Ghostbusters too, but I remember him in Scrooged. Mm-hmm. Again, I was a teenager when I watched that, and it wasn't too bad. It's been so many years, I, I'm not entirely sure if I remember it correctly, but in essence, it wasn't too bad. The other one that sticks mm-hmm. out, and it was a big hype for us in our hometown, because I remember the DJ or, or news people having a heyday on this, was the movie Groundhog Day. Yes. And yes. I think, what is it, a year prior, there was rumored sightings from different people that they thought they saw <laughs> Bill Murray at the Punxsutawney Phil Groundhog Day celebration. But no one could really sit down and confirm it. They're like, I thought I saw Bill Murray. Was it Bill Murray? Did you see Bill Murray? We, well, I thought I saw him. And of course, he's probably not dressed up to look like Bill Murray. He's probably, you know, right. not, not wearing not, a hat or, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's cold up there. In. So I, I was going to say his hair might have been shaggy, but he probably had a hat and <laughs> everything to look not like Bill Murray himself. But then it was a blow to us in the community, the area, because Punxsutawney Phil, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but yet they film it in Indiana, Indiana That's State. Right. Yeah, a lot of us were kind of offended, ticked off about it being filmed not where freaking Punxsutawney Phil is. <laughs> and I don't know if there was something probably behind the scenes. There was something about like the there's always a film commission rights uh maybe not enough security to keep people away from the freaking town when they're right, filming right. there could have been a number of things but again that was about 1992 93 when that happened so you get teenagers and probably the general public of the couple counties just going dude you did us wrong come on could have <laughs> yeah. filmed it here those are the big ones i remember there's obviously a few other ones hit or miss we mm-hmm. probably hit through the imdb but is there anything else for you that sticks out? Well, I do remember Scrooged. It wasn't one I watched in the theater. I think it was just mainly one I might have caught on cable, you know, a couple years after it had came out to the theaters. And it's a fun little adaptation to A Christmas Carol, you know, uh, more on the darker side, obviously. Yeah. But Bill Murray at his Bill Murrayist, I, I will say. Yes, of course, Ghostbusters too. I just the i don't know last year just sitting back and i always watch the ghostbusters movies the first two mainly each year and then i i remember watching them leading up to the uh going to see the afterlife movie and thinking and even with my wife she will quote ghostbusters 2 to me 
and doesn't quote the first one at all. You know, she, for some reason, is attuned to the second one. And I was thinking to myself, too, I was like, wow, yeah, there's a lot of lines in the second one from him and scenes mm-hmm. that I just love when he's photographing uh, Vigo. Yeah. <laughs> come on, baby, come on. Yeah. Slay me. Yeah, slay me or whatever. Yeah, that scene kills me. And uh, just some other little lines throughout. Oscar, oh, named after a hot dog, you know, you poor fella. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I love him in Ghostbusters too, as well. But yeah, Groundhog Day was a big one. We actually covered Groundhog Day on the Retro Network uh, feed, our uh, TRN drive-in uh, earlier this year, and that was really fun to go through some of the fun facts about that movie. And I knew that they had filmed a maybe a couple things, but it was mainly filmed in Indiana and they even have like a, a groundhog day celebration there every year to, for people to kind of walk through the town and visit the sites that he did, you know, or, or filming locations, uh, which is kind of weird to me, but yeah, that movie was, is so much fun. And I really enjoy that one. That's also him at his finest, the, the humor level, the sarcasm and, I don't just all the little things that he does throughout the day and then finally puts it all together at the end. You know, it's so great. I do Mm -hmm. love that movie. Uh, Another one that I remember renting a lot in the early nineties was what about Bob? Oh yes. Have you seen what about Bob? I have. That was a hilarious movie. My mother loved that movie. And eventually I think we owned it on VHS him and Richard Dreyfus, and you know he's the the mental patient there <laughs> seeking his psychiatrist and you know he's just making it big the the doctor going on I think it was good morning America or one of those morning shows you know at his cabin yeah. and and uh, Bob crashes the party you know uh, there's just all kinds of little one-liners too in that one. I sail. I'm a sailor, you know, uh, and baby steps, you know, baby, baby step to 12 o'clock or whatever it was, you know, his book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he's, they invite him over. He stays overnight and he's goofing there with the, the boy at night and keeping everybody awake. And I just want some peace and quiet. And well, I'll be quiet and I'll be peace, you know, <laughs> start laughing again, <laughs> little lines like that that just, you know, kill me. And then when Richard Dreyfus goes completely nuts and he's talking to himself, he's talking like he's talking to Bob and laughing, you know, that he's gotten rid of Bob, but he hasn't, he's back, you know, and, oh, it's just such a fun movie. It's been a while since I watched it too. I'm surprised I remembered that much, but, uh, yeah, that was another one that really struck home. I'm trying to think of some other ones, maybe in the 90s more. Oh, okay. So another one, a quirky one that I really like is The Man Who Knew Too Little. Have you seen that one? Where he's the... Uh, it, it doesn't he, sound... I don't, he, I don't remember It's, it's it. very like uh, spy-like, which is, I guess, why I, I liked it, but... He's visiting, I think, maybe in England, his brother, I want to say. And they set him up on this 
like uh, theater, like this real life theater where he's a detective and he meets the girl and they've got to find something and they go from place to place, you know, and they're, they're trying to, or, or do like a, a story, a you know, theater. And what happens is he gets in on a real crime and he thinks he's playing along, you know, he thinks he's, or let, let's do that scene over again or something, you know, and, and the crooks are looking at him like, what are you talking about? You know? Right. And so th- that was just a fun movie more situational that just made it hilarious than necessarily him in that movie. But I remember owning that one on DVD later in the nineties. I think that one was trying to think (laughs) what else. Um, Well, let's go through his uh, IMDb. Yeah. yeah. I got to pull it up here. So let's go back to the the, uh, beginning. And I really don't see anything. I have seen meatballs that came out in 1979, which is, uh, have you seen that one? It's like a no. summer camp movie. No, no. I've seen it like once and didn't really stick with me. Caddyshack is the one I've gone back and watched several times. Carl Spackler doing his little routine with the, the flowers, you know, it's the, it's the masters. It's whatever. And he swings. It's in the hole, you know, whatever <laughs> he's done. <laughs> and then him with that damn gopher, you know, that is so much fun. Trying to get rid of that. Get rid of the, the gopher. Sir, if we get rid of all the golfers, this won't be no gopher, you know, and yeah, yeah. Back and forth. That movie, it's not necessarily Bill Murray that attracts me to that one. It's more Rodney Dangerfield. But uh oh yes. I really enjoy Caddyshack. I've gone back to watch that several times. Stripes, not so much. I've seen stripes a few times for some reason. That one has just not connected with me over the years i've about- watched it and i actually liked it it's been many years that i've since i've watched it but I've, i remember watching it on a note with caddyshack i just read i think last week the boat that they used in the movie the, okay whatever that's it i didn't know it it's been so many years i don't remember a boat i'm but trying that, to remember a boat too yeah but that boat is sitting over here in maryland i can't remember if it's docked at annapolis or somewhere near oh Rome, really I'm and kidding. you can rent it you can <laughs> rent to go out and have like a day on it or something i can't remember what it's interesting cost but it's kind of cool that you know there's a screen used boat from a yeah, movie over yeah. here i mean it's not yeah. the batmobile but you know <laughs> stripes though you're right right yeah that'd be awesome but stripes gosh the cast in that you know john candy and basically the who's who of comedians at the time i should be more in love with that movie than i am but i don't know i don't know what it was or what it is about it that i just haven't gone back and watched it a whole lot uh let's see what else tootsie i have seen tootsie like once and i don't even remember what his part was in that if it was a bigger part um he had a small part in square pegs that short-lived series with sarah jessica parker Mr. McNulty. Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. I don't remember him there, but it says he was there. Arthur Denton. Yeah, that's one I haven't watched a lot. Oh, yes. So he's in the hot, hot, hot music video for Buster Poindexter. I forgot about that. In 1987, he's the bartender. 
Looks like he has an uncredited part in She's Having a Baby. I don't think I've ever seen that one. No. Of course, we talked about Scrooge and Ghostbusters 2. Quick Change, I don't know that one. What about Bob and Groundhog Day back-to-back? That was that was huge. Mad Dog and Glory, don't know what that is. Ed Wood, I, have, I remember renting that and just wanting to turn it off. <laughs> Never heard of it. Uh, now, Kingpin, I've seen not, him in that. I remember him. Oh, yes. He, yeah. Kingpin was one of those in the era of like Dumb and Dumber. I think it might have been the Fairley brothers that did Kingpin. Uh, I think you're right. And he's got that crazy hair, that comb over thing. Gosh, I'm trying to remember kind of what the plot is to that one, but I remember him bowling uh, with that just crazy hair flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. Space Jam. Space Jam. I haven't. Gosh, it's only been a few times that I've watched that. Have you connected with that at all over the years? I have. I I love my Looney Tunes, so I like seeing them, even though it's not so focused on the tunes as it is whomever the basketball player is of the day. It was. Mm-hmm. Geez, I should know the guy. Michael Jordan? Yeah, Michael Jordan. <laughs> that was the big basketball player then. And just see him be the key person, the main talent mm-hmm. that saves the tunes. And Bill Murray's kind of that wannabe. He wants to be more than just the bench warmer. But, right, you know, right. <laughs> but it's Bill Murray's style. So whatever you do, coach, come on. Come on, yeah, let's go, team. Let's go. You know, he's the way he's doing it. It's it's yeah. completely Bill Murray, but it, I I've liked it. Like my kids have actually liked Space Jam, and they like uh-huh. the newer one that came out. The the they don't call. It, I think do they call it Space Jam too? I don't remember Space Jam something. Yeah, it, it's not necessarily number yeah. two, but they've liked both. So it's it's not mm-hmm. a it's welcome in our house. <laughs> Um, so yeah let's see beyond that i know he was pretty critically acclaimed in rushmore yeah i've heard that but i don't remember seeing it and i i couldn't tell you a thing about it i probably rented it once and haven't gone back to watch it it's it's weird how i don't know a few times over the years he's popped up like charlie's angels now i do remember him as bosley and charlie's angels Mm -hmm. in 2000 i found that peculiar i i I don't know. I I imagined that we were going to kind mm-hmm. of star someone else. Again, I'm I'm comparing, which I shouldn't, but I was comparing it's him hard, to the yeah. original Bosley. So I'm thinking of someone with a closer style voice. I don't know. Then right. you see Bill Murray just talking. I'm like, oh no, they didn't. <laughs> but it fit. It really did. I was surprised. Right, I, right. I was pleasantly surprised. As I I was just like again I. Like comparing yeah. the two Night Riders that came out, you 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 can't <laughs> break the mold. But yeah, you know. it's hard to not to think in almost trick your brain sometimes when you get in those situations. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> what am I watching? Is this is this thirty years ago? Is this now? And yeah, it's hard to separate the two sometimes. So, but yeah, I do. I didn't remember him in that. Another one I haven't seen is Lost in Translation. I knew that one was kind of highly acclaimed when that came out. Oh, and then Garfield. Right. So he did uh, the voice oh, of yes. Garfield in the 2004 yeah. animated movie. Well, in the 2006 follow-up, mm-hmm. A and Tale of Two Kitties. And that, uh, you know, I always 
mix the voices sometimes. The the guy that did the real Ghostbusters, the cartoon, even though it did sound slightly different, I uh, for some reason I always thought it was him. I mm-hmm. thought it was Bill Murray doing the voice. He was just altering it or doing something funky with it until years later i didn't realize that it was lorenzo music yeah is the actor yeah it's so So, weird like it's so cyclical almost where you have uh, bill murray as peter vinkman and then lorenzo music plays peter vinkman mm -hmm. in the real ghostbusters lorenzo music goes on to play garfield in garfield and friends and then bill murray takes over as garfield in the movies so it's weird how those two are connected you know from right on screen and off you know well not off screen but uh animated roles right uh <laughs> how they've kind of played each other over the years it's weird mm-hmm. uh, uh, what else is on here uh might connect i do remember him i think he had a it was just a brief role in that get smart remake in 2008 i still have yet to see which the uh, TV was show or the movie steve steve carell i think was in that one uh and then so i'm skipping a, a bunch of stuff here Same that here. i just have not seen monument men zombie land dumb and dumber a, too i i've never seen oh, that's that 2014 no i haven't seen that one either he was the voice in Fantastic Mr. Fox. I have seen that cover of that movie, but I have not ever watched it. Oh, and then the Jungle Book, the newer one, that's the, I think that's the uh, live action one from 2016. He was the voice of Baloo the Bear. But that same year, so he came back in the, uh, what I'll call the Girl Ghostbusters movie in 2016. Not to play Bankman, but like a totally different character. Uh, that gets thrown out of a window. I remember. <laughs> I remember that. I don't know. It was weird. Like they all had different. Like uh, Ackroyd played a cabbie, and Winston was the uncle of uh, what's her face there that owned the funeral home that she got the hearse from. Oh yeah. At the end of the movie, but I don't know. Just a weird choice to not bring them back as the characters we know and do these other just kind of you know peripheral characters to that movie so that was that was weird uh and then of course he comes back in the uh afterlife movie did you end up watching that yet i have not i am oh gosh wanting to but i just haven't been able to get it very brief role in that one uh more of a well, it's it's in the third act of the movie when the uh, old Ghostbusters show up. But yeah, that's you've got to go out there and because I'd love to talk to you more about it. And I don't really want to spoil too much, but it was very enjoyable as a fan. If you just think of it more or less as a, a fan a movie for the fans, right? Really fit in to the whole universe. And I hear they're they're supposed to do another one. And I don't know how it's going to fit in the timeline because yeah. that one is more or less a direct sequel to the first movie and doesn't mention the second one at all. So I don't know where they would take it from here to touch on what happened in 1989, you know, whatever. Uh, I, they have the in this uh, room that they discover, they have 
the years and I don't believe they put 1989. They just go from like 84 to whatever it was supposed to be 2021 hmm. in these supposed to be these events. But uh, yeah, so I, but I'm, I'm all in on if they do another one and they do it in the same, like continuing that story. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess that's it then from Bill Murray. Sadly, like I said, we haven't, uh, or I haven't connected with him in his films over the last 20 years. It's been mainly from the eighties and nineties. I'm a victim of all those movies. So, <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right. Well, that was fun. Uh, yeah. Another actor we can check off the list. We've done a bunch so far. And yes, we still a bunch in there. Oh, you know, yes. That when we get to John Candy, I know we have talked about him several times in several of his <laughs> movies, but almost extensively. <laughs> that uh, that'll be fun to kind of go through his IMDb and look at all the uh, movies he was in. But right. there's several more on there. If there's an actor that you want us to include, let us know. But I think that's going to do it for this week. Then. Yeah, sounds great. All right. Well, I guess we'll just sign off and. Uh, Everybody have a a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to Memory Jogger. If we jogged a few of your memories, we'd love to hear about it this week. Visit the show notes for our Tell Me voicemail link and record your thoughts on today's topic or any others from our archive. We'll be sure to play it back on a future episode and give our reaction. You can also post your comments to our show notes at rediscoverthe80s.com, which is the home base for Memory Jogger and more 80s nostalgia. You can also find us on Twitter. Jason is at RD80s and I am at InfamousWV. And if you enjoy listening to the show, leave us a star rating or review in your podcast app of choice. Or better yet, share this episode on social media. Join us again next time as we challenge our brains on another episode of Memory Jogger.